This is Tales, Tunes, and Towtons, a podcast about stories and songs from Newfoundland and Labrador. We occasionally eat Towtons, our favorite food group. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jen. Welcome to episode 16. Top of the morning to ya. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Your accent's much better than mine. (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day weekend. So we thought we would bring some luck of the Irish to everyone. Yes. Do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Not really. No. Like, I feel like it's always a fun time because it's sort of around my birthday, but like my birthday's over by then. But it's not like, no, I don't like look, I'm not missing a party this year because of COVID or anything. Right. So here are some to get us in the Irish mood, some uh, Irish sayings. Are you ready? I am ready. Say them with an accent. No, no way. <laughs> okay. Irish May the road rise up to meet you. Heard it before. Sang it before. Sang it before. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind. That's from like a longer. Uh, What's it called? Yeah. Irish blessing. That's yeah, called Irish the Irish blessing. blessing. There you go. Uh, this is a good one. Don't be breaking your shin on a stool that's not in your way. Don't be breaking your shin. <laughs> I keep sounding. Scottish. I need to write that on a post-it and like put it like don't like don't be making problems that aren't there. that's right next for each pedal on a shamrock this brings a wish your way good health good luck and happiness for today and every day I love that perfect that's lovely shamrocks may your home always be too small to hold all your friends Oh, that's nice. I know. I like that one. And I have two more. Never scald your lips with another man's porridge. Ooh, I don't know what that means. And this is one for you, Sarah, because you are a self-proclaimed coffee snob. Okay. Through the storms of life, may the only thing brewing be your coffee. Perfect. Perfect. As long as I have coffee, I can do anything. I feel like... Yeah, people look forward to that in the morning and how it makes yep. them feel. So that's my yep. wish for you on this St. Patrick's Day weekend. Perfect. My dog is coming back in again. Jen. No! <laughs> Stay away, Frankie. <laughs> Get away from the microphone. This is attempt number two because the dog hijacked the first episode. So if I can keep him at bay for long enough to get through this, we'll be fine. So I'm going to go first and I will, I don't have a story per se, but I just have like some Irish connections and some fun stuff to talk about. Some of it I have never heard before and some I have. So hopefully you will feel the same way. First up, I thought I would start with something that I didn't know. Did you know that there was a big Irish settlement on Fogo Island? I did not. No, I've heard of lots of Irish connections, but I didn't know about this one. So I will tell you about it. The first Irish settler on Fogo Island was Thomas Burke, and he arrived in 1752. 1752. I forgot about that. So the Irish came, him and the Irish, they came for the fishing and decided to stay. The first known grave of an Irish immigrant there was Michael Green, and I'm going to butcher some of these pronunciations, so I apologize in advance. Mispronunciation number one, 
Michael Green is from Carrick on Sewer. Sewer. S U I R. Correct me, please. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't do that. them out. That way, you know. S U I R. Yeah. So the headstone says he was buried in 1856. And some say that this Irish cemetery in Tilting is the oldest in North America with Celtic crosses and headstones inscribed with such birthplaces as, mispronunciation number two, Yougal, Y-O-U-G-H-A-L, don't know. And the second birthplace that's listed here would be Dungarvan. I want to see the the headstones with the crosses, the Celtic crosses. I know. Yeah, it sounds very Irish looking. Well, let me follow up with that in a little while. So even the names link back directly to Ireland. So names like Foley, McGraw, Dwyer, and Murphy, and there's still many of them living in on Fogo Island. Uh, and uh, Tilting was designated Newfoundland's first provincial heritage district in 2002, and it was named a, a National Historic Site of Canada in 2003. Tilting was awarded its national designation because, as Parks Canada states, quote, it possesses a landscape illustrating adaptations of Irish settlement patterns, end quote. Uh, another way that strong Irish heritage is celebrated is during the annual, mispronunciation number three, <laughs> Fail Tilting Festival. So it's spelt F-E-I-L-E. -E. I'm going to say fail. Fail Tilting Festival, which is held over four days in September. So um, the festival began with an Ireland-Newfoundland exchange which brought Irish singers and storytellers to tilting and has evolved over the past decade to include workshops and shed crawls. So a shed crawl would be like a pub crawl, but there are no pubs, so they go to the sheds. I want to do that. <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot, especially now people have to stay outside. So it's like, all right, mm. let's, you know, go to the shed, stay outside, just crack the door. Um, so I got some of that information from bbc.com. So I am going to now shift to a well more well more well known Irish connection, which is the Irish Loop. My favorite. So I'm just gonna, yeah. So I'm going to just take you on the Irish Loop and um, tell you about all the places along the way. Do you like my Irish Loop dance? <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me, but. So. Originally, Irish fishermen would come and stay for a fishing season or two, and then they would go home again. So that would be like a migrant population. But by the early 1800s, the fishing became so prosperous in Newfoundland, off the shores of Newfoundland, that they settled here permanently. By 1840, roughly half of the uh -huh. island's population was of Irish origin, and ever since has lovingly been named the Irish heart of Newfoundland. So that's uh, the Irish loop that I'm talking about. The largest concentration of Irish settlement occurred on Newfoundland's Avalon Peninsula in the 18th and 19th centuries. Most immigrants settled in St. John's, Placentia, and along the stretch of the coastline linking the two communities together. So the southern shore, Irish loop, starts at the Ghouls and goes... Ghouls rules. <laughs> ghouls rules goes south, passing through places like Bay Bowls, Whitless Bay, 
Tours Cove, La Manche, which is where I last talked about an abandoned community. Mm-hmm. Cape Royal, Fairyland, which is home to the locally famous Lighthouse Picnic. Um, and did you know, Fairyland is one of the oldest European settlements in North America. The colony of Avalon, as it was named, was founded in the 1620s by Lord Baltimore, whose family later founded the American colony of Maryland. The foundations of houses and a cobblestone street built in the 17th century were found here to prove this. And in Fairyland, in that picnic, I've had the best orzo salad of my life. Good to know. I've actually never done the lighthouse picnic. You would love it. Never. I've never done it. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Put it on the list. On the list. (laughs) Um, So I Googled images of the Irish loop map so that I could properly follow the right order, sequential order of the places as if you were driving. And um, I ended up uh, going down a little path of cemetery records on the Irish loop. Our favorite thing to do. (laughs) Our favorite topic. So um, I was able to click on the link and then go to each community and their list of graveyards. So finally, I settled on Fairyland's old non-denominational cemetery. One of the oldest headstones from there dates back to 1770. So every legible headstone in this cemetery is listed on the site. And the most interesting part, and tying it into today's episode, is that most of the people that were buried there were born in Ireland. Mm. So uh, from there, if we get back on the road, continuing south, you'll pass through Renews Capahaden. Capahaden was once named Broad Cove and can be identified on a map as far back as 1625. Um, so Capahaden was given its name by Father John Walsh after his birthplace, Capahaden, Kilkenny, Ireland. Uh, so Capahaden is also the southern end of the, of the East Coast Trail. So that's where it ends or starts. My dream is to do the whole East Coast Trail one day. I think like I would have a lesser, <laughs> lesser goal of like in my lifetime, <laughs> like to do all of the oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean like in one in a year or uh, something <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. Me too. My life. yeah put it on the list <laughs> I should I start. wonder if even between like you and I how much have we covered you know what I mean like mm-hmm. between a couple people um so from uh after the east coast trail so from there you enter Portugal Cove South, where you'll remember Cape Race and Mistaken Point, and I talked about those in episode two. Portugal Cove South is the tip of this shoreline, and from here you would follow the road to Trapassi. So Trapassi is, and I'm like using hand signs for Jen, Trapassi is at the bottom of the, the, the line here. The, what's the word? Cape, like, you know. So Trapassi Bay is at the end, and then that's where you upswing going on the other side of the of the peninsula. There you go. That's the right word. I have an interesting fact about Trapassi, which mm-hmm. I did not know. Did you know that in 1928, Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly the Atlantic as a passenger when she took off from Trapassi? Gotta love Amelia. I know. I, I only know knew that. about... The solo flight from Harbor Grace, I didn't realize that she, there were other connections to the province as well. And to further that, the aircraft that they went in 
was named the Friendship. Aww. <laughs> so they they left on June 17th, 1928, and they flew directly to South Wales. And that trip took a duration of 20 hours. Like two zero. Two zero. Like almost 24. 20 hours to fly from Trapassi to like, yeah, crazy. Well, that's crazy. what my nightmares are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it was like a rickety old plane oh. too. Like, <laughs> yep. So um, after you pass there, the road follows north, like I said, and goes back up the other side, where you will pass St. Shots, St. Stephen's, and St. Vincent's, which I know you've been to St. Vincent's. I adore St. Vincent's. Have you been? I have never been, but I've heard Put all about the whales. We need to have like a jingle for when things come up on our list. We like sing a little put something. it on the list yeah put it on the list so yeah <laughs> and then we need to re-listen okay. to all our episodes to be like this is the actual list that we've definitely definitely there's a tiktok in the making there somewhere Ooh, follow us on tiktok absolutely um okay so i'm almost done uh, after St. Vincent's, you will arrive at St. Mary's that you talked about before. Let me fish off Cape St. Mary's in episode one, where you told us about the ecological reserve as well as the tune. And you will continue towards the interior of the island, passing Mount Carmel, eventually meeting the Trans-Canada Highway via Salmonier Line. So that is the Irish loop, the physical Irish loop with little bits along the way. And I'm going to finish with just a couple interesting add-ons as well. Do you know, did you know that there are approximately 1300 Irish surnames in Newfoundland? I would not, if you had asked me to guess, I would not have said that much. No, I wouldn't either. I was surprised the number is so high, which is very cool. Also, there are more varieties of the English language in Newfoundland than anywhere else in the world. And many of those connect to Ireland. Do you mean like dialects or like? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, like varieties of the same words, varieties right, of the right, same right. sayings. Yeah, the most in the world, the most varieties in the world are in Newfoundland. Here. And many of those are say inspired by. Or well, I was looking up, when I was looking up my sayings, like uh, towards the beginning of the episode, I was also looking at, um, you know, like phrases and things. And like a lot of them were like things we say. Yeah, I definitely. Like, I, under I understand that. Like that's-, that's Other people, I mean, yeah. Too. Yeah. Like people not from Newfoundland would read it and be like, whoa, that's a crazy <laughs> saying. And we're like, yeah. oh, no, say that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just want to finish with a little quote from the website, Newfoundland and Labrador. Um, quote, here in Newfoundland and Labrador, we're proud to celebrate our Irish culture and promote our historical roots. The province is awash with connections to the Emerald Isle. So if you're planning a visit, be prepared to make new friends, sing a song and share a pint. Aww. I thought that was pretty fitting for our nice. episode. I have never been yeah. to Ireland. It's on I have been. I've been twice and it's very beautiful. I, I think it's a lot like, I think Newfoundland is a lot like Ireland, but in ways that I didn't expect, mm. it, I didn't expect it to be um, like landscape. Yes. There's like rolling hills and cliffs and ocean and stuff like that. Mm. But I, I remember it feeling very tropical compared to Newfoundland, like very green, mossy green, like 
the greens were so much brighter. Like our shorelines are brown and you know what I mean? And they have like more tropical, like what's the the beautiful tree that we don't really have here? Um, Palm trees? (laughs) (laughs) Cactuses, no. (laughs) No, like flowering trees that we don't have. I remember when I was there with choir, like the ground was just like peppered with flowers that had fallen from the trees because of the change of season or whatever. It was really right. beautiful. And I remember thinking, we don't have that kind of tree here. Definitely not. And put it on the list. <laughs> put it on the list. <laughs> okay. Uh, my song is one that I think you'd know and love. Red is the Rose, which is- Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, it's a traditional Irish ballad. I, of course, always thought as a preteen that the Ennis sisters wrote this song. And if you don't know the Ennis sisters and you're listening to our podcast, they're a trio uh, from Newfoundland, Labrador, um, beautiful singers, beautiful people. I just only lived and died for that recording of Red is the Rose and, you know, took me many years to be like, what? This is, the Ennis sisters didn't write this? So the composer is actually a known... um, of this of the song but the melody is from a scottish folk song loch lomond which is also very beautiful and um very very popular this is a love story of course with a sad ending um as the lovers begin the song by declaring uh their undying devotion to one another but in the final verse um they have to part ways and I think I think I say this every episode, but like, I know the songs and never know the story. <laughs> I most songs I'm like that, but I did know this one. Um, the possible and I was when I was reading in this, a possible reason maybe for this separation would have been um, immigration that maybe the person who is leaving their family had to leave Ireland, um, which of course was not uncommon. Um, I am going to read you something from a website called irishmusicdaily.com and the actual last verse of this song is, um, it's not for the parting that my sister pains, it's not for the grief of my mother, tis all for the loss of my bonnie Irish lass that my heart is breaking forever. Oh, Sarah's humming. <laughs> and this, um, this is from the irishmusicdaily.com as I mentioned, um, I never thought any more of this last verse, you know, until I read about it. Um, the first two lines don't really make any sense and are probably due to the mishearing of a song as it was handed down uh, through generations. A recording of Red is the Rose that was made in 1934 under the title My Bonnie Irish Lass helps to clear up this confusion. So in that version, these were the last words of the verse, of the final verse. It's not for the parting of my sister Kate. It's not for the loss of my mother. It's all for the loss of my Bonnie Irish lass that I'm leaving old Ireland forever. So I always just assume that this is what it was about, that the person is uh, feeling more for the loss of their love than they are of their mother or their sister, Kate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here's a little bit of the uh, the Ennis sister classic. Ready <laughs> The fourth, you will hear it now from the fourth and a sister. Yes, this is not the first time I've mentioned that I want to be the fourth and a sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come home. 
Red is the rose. Beautiful. Very, I feel like if you are at a party here in Newfoundland or, you know, kitchen party or you're this and you've come to the ballad section of your sing-along, this comes out. I feel like this is one of those songs for me, like I've heard it sung so many times that I would mistakenly have thought it was a Newfoundland folk song. Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like well, why? I did. why did, I, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like the ancestors. I definitely. Answer. Yeah, sounds like I definitely hear. I sang it in the Kiwanis. It's definitely like a top five <laughs> so, folk songs <laughs> sung in the Kiwanis. Right, and I just remember, like, especially if you would have like three people who could sing like harmonies. Yeah, so satisfying to sing. Absolutely, with other people. Yep. So you can. Look forward to me and Sarah singing together someday soon. We should just duet this one. Yeah. Another TikTok in the making. Okay. <laughs> done. Follow us on TikTok. Done, done. Uh, happy St. Patty's Day. Yes. We hope you were still able to um, get out and pick up your green shamrock tattoos and your green shirts and your green wigs and your green hats. I actually Although have a, can... a St. Patty's Day tablecloth. Oh, there you go. Celebrate very inside much, your house. Yeah, yep. very much into decorating for different seasons. Yeah. So we hope everyone is still staying safe and enjoying. And um, as always, we'll you'll hear from us next week. May the luck like of us, be with you. Like yeah, like like us on all. I'll say this in my best Irish. Like us on all the uh, social medias. That's definitely um, our Newfoundland accent. <laughs> I know it's so terrible. I'm so bad at this. I love it. <laughs> yes, uh, follow us on Facebook for lots of information. Instagram, Twitter, all of the things. And if you're listening to a podcast on your favorite platform, uh, rate and subscribe and like our. Um, that's not the right thing. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review. Those are the three. Oh. Subscribe, rate, review. And that is all for today. Bye. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs>